May I have your attention, please? We are controlling transmission. There is nothing wrong. The horror crime. Whether it's a ghost, spirit, or entity, they all feed on it. That's the whispering, the footsteps, the feeling of another presence. You won't have a chance to change your minds later. Because there'll be no way to get out. We have such sights to show you. They will say that I have shed innocent blood. Nope. What's blood for? If not for shedding. Have you checked the children? Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Boogeyman's real. That is better. They're coming to get you. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Horror Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, and with me, as always, the ever-so-creepy JT. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. What's going on, man? Nothing, man. What's up with you? I don't know. It feels like it's been fucking forever since we've... It has. And it's only been, like, a week and a half. (laughs) You know, it's kind of funny. I I don't want to say that I miss you, but I miss you. Of course you do. I understand completely. I'm used to seeing you most days, and we get to talk for a few minutes, but... Oh, yeah, guys. I mean, I... They don't, been don't, know, they don't know what the hell we're talking about, but I work for a company where I deliver things, and this is our busy time of the year, so... And I'm it's used, not drugs. Yeah. Well, I probably actually do deliver things. <laughs> you may have at some point. But, uh... So, I usually get to stop in at Gerald's work, and or JT's work, and see him for a minute, and have a little bullcrap session for a second, but... It's been, uh, it's been hectic. It has been. This the holidays are always crazy for you. But, uh, anyway, yeah, man, it seemed like it's been forever. I mean, I guess it kind of has been a little bit, huh? A couple weeks? Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we have, we got some stuff that we recorded, pre-recorded, so. I yeah, so I've been working diligently on those. Which, all right, I'm going to go ahead and say this, by the way. JT does most of the edit. Does all? Of, I don't say most. He does all of the editing on this stuff. Well, I can't take all the credit for it because we talk about stuff. As yeah, I'm doing but he it. he's and like uh, the new intro we got, he did it, which I freaking love that thing, man. Uh, cool, cool. I'm glad you like it. it. It's not perfect by no means, but oh, I, I think it turned out pretty cool. I love it. Know? It's like exactly. It's weird because it's kind of like. I give you, like, little hints and ideas. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then it's like, bam, there it is. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. You know, it was funny. The uh, the one part in it, in there, uh, the Candyman. Yeah. I threw that in there. Yeah. And it was funny because I was just going to put, like, a little snippet. But that whole line where he's talking about, yeah, you bludged. know, blood needs uh-huh. to be shed. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I just had to throw that whole thing in there. Yeah, dude, it's it turned out killer. I love it. I love it. Absolutely love it. It's like a, like I said, it's like you're in my head. And I just give you a little bit of ideas, yeah. and then it's like, bam, that's what he's thinking. You know, it was kind of <laughs> funny. I was trying to figure out. You know, I kind of put that together like a <laughs> kind of like a ransom note. You know, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was funny because I was trying to figure out how to get the horror chronicles uh-huh. together, like. Even if I had to do separate voices, to yeah, I could never yeah. find anybody in a movie that really says Chronicles. Yeah. You know, I found this really cool part of Marlon Brando in Apocalypse Now, where he's talking about the horror, mm-hmm. and I had that in there for a little while, but it just didn't fit right. So the part where it actually says the Horror Chronicles, I just kind of snipped that out of our regular intro. Oh yeah, for sure. It's it sounds great. I- 
I love it. I can't complain at all. I think it was kind of funny because I had an idea the other day. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go in and that where you say that, I'm going to like pitch shift it or something to where it sounds a little different. Yes. And it's a little longer. I was thinking about and that see what And see what that does. But yeah. Anyway, it, it turned out pretty cool. And, I could just and we used it. it on the new one this week. <laughs> yeah. It sounded great, dude. I I love it. It sounded awesome. Yeah. Like it really did. Cool. It really Thanks, sounds man. great. Thanks. I cannot complain. I just want to make sure you know you get the credit you deserve because you do most of the shit on this, and I just sit here and uh, talk. I enjoy it though. I enjoy it. Oh yeah, man. I I'm telling you. Um. <clears throat> oh, by the way, guys, with this this episode, it's kind of what we're gonna call bullshit session uh, sessions. And I mean, we do that a lot. Yeah, it's kind of gonna it's gonna be us talking about. Whatever we want to talk about, really, as far as maybe horror related, which it probably will be a lot of it, of course. But we don't ever talk about horror ever, ever. But uh, ever, yeah, ever. this there's no specific thing we're going to be talking about tonight, folks. We're just uh, bullshitting. I, I, you know, I'm kind of <laughs> interested to see what you came up with for this episode. Um, I know we talked about doing a haunted objects episode. Yeah. Um. You know, it's a weird time of the year for both of us, you yeah, know, and, yeah. and honestly, I didn't, you know, I didn't really have time. Well, I didn't make the time to actually sit down and do the research that I normally do. Yeah. You know, for something of course, like Well, this. that's the same way with me, man. I'm so busy you now. Um, I, you know, I've thrown some notes together, though, and yeah, well, there, I mean, there's little things I want to mention. I may not know all the details about it, but we're going to talk about them yeah, anyway. we'll get into it. We'll get into it, you know. I was kind of thinking about it, you know, because, like, when I... I want, I'm trying out new things, and when, which is why, folks, if you're here, if you're listening to this, kind of let us know what you think about it afterwards. Let me know what you think and stuff like that, because that's how we get better ideas to better serve you guys and ha- have something entertaining for you guys to hear. Yeah, you know, you, you saying that, I've listened to a lot of podcasts, different ones this week, uh-huh. and... Uh, you know, who knows? People may not like the way we do things, but the one thing that you and I are good at is that banter back and forth. We don't ever script anything. Oh, yeah. 100%. And there's a lot of them out there that they do. Yeah, yeah. And they try not to let it show, but if you've done this for a little while, which we're new at this, we, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you can tell. Well, not only that, you know, something that from, from us – me and you, what you're going to get, especially off this podcast, is just the truth about yeah. who we are. We're yeah. real. I'm, yeah. Not necessarily truth, but realness. We're just real. That's who, This is who we are. This is what we love. And I mean, this is why I can't wait to get other people on here too, like um, as far as like uh, having interviews and stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. then they get that we get to hear the truth from them. We get to hear their right. realness. Right. And you know, granted, this is fun. Just getting yeah. you both oh, yeah, back yeah. and forth. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, we get to have that. Um, I like I like how you said that. You know, that's like scripted. I, I don't want to be scripted. No, you no, know, no. and that's something like with this podcast. Ain't nobody gonna hold me down. Yeah, fuck the man. I mean, oh. <laughs> wow. But uh, no, man. I uh, I like just being real. You know, yeah. like when I was thinking about it, whenever we were getting right before we were getting ready to do this a few hours ago, I'm like, man, you know what? I kind of just want to talk about um, some horror stuff that maybe horror related stuff that we've heard yeah. of the week or yeah. thought about of the week or maybe some movies we watched you know like today I just kept on watching the way before I came over here I was watching Gremlins with the kids nice nice yeah you nice. know that that movie is a lot different than can, I, you know can you consider the Gremlins a horror Christmas movie yes 100% yes because A there's not a whole lot of them and B I mean you gotta yeah it's yeah 
It's good. You know, it's, it's funny, actually. One of our buddies on Facebook did make that recommendation about us doing a horror Christmas podcast. I've seen that. I've seen that. And uh, actually, uh, I'm sorry, a horror Christmas movie podcast. Yeah. You know, so I, I think we ought to do it. We ought to talk about, you know, Black Christmas. Oh, we for sure are going to be. Gremlins. I think actually next week, that's what we should be doing next week, do some research on it. And... I did watch a new movie. Slay Bells. Oh, yeah. And that was Slay, S-L-A-Y, Bells, B-E-L-L-E-S. Uh, Hot Chicks? Eh, not bad. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> I was expecting a little more TNA. That's kind of why I picked it up. But hey, <laughs> um, you know, and didn't get that. But, it, you know, it was a decent movie, you know. Yeah. It, I did find out, though, that it was done by the same guy that did that movie, The Barn. Uh-huh. Um, and I, my God, the guy's name just escaped me. I knew the guy's name, but now I can't remember it. But anyway, he's the same guy that did The Barn. And The Barn was very B-rated, very campy. Uh-huh. But what was so cool about that movie is, is it was total retro 80s throwback. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you've seen that yet, but I, it is pretty cool. I think you... Didn't you recommend we've, that to me a long time ago? We've talked about it before. That's what I thought. You know, I had been following this movie because I had seen a preview for it. That's and right. I followed I it for like, I, God, it was like two years before I got to see it. I remember. And then I finally got to it. see it. And, you know, it's not the greatest movie in the world, but it's definitely not the worst. And I really enjoyed it. But I enjoy those campy B-grade horror Well, you know, I was thinking, <sighs> I, I've been thinking about it because... Um, I mean, you can tell I enjoy those campy B-grade horror movies. Yes, by the way. I just got me a brand new, uh, really, really cool House on Haunted Hill Vintage poster. House on Hill. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I uh, am a huge Vincent Price fan, and I saw this poster, and I was like, I, honey, I've got to have it. Dude, that is, yeah. And she nice. said, well, how much is that? <laughs> I said, well, it doesn't matter. And then you got the Halloween original. Yeah, so, yep, I had to get the Halloween original. Right. And then, of course, I had to pay homage to the woman. Laura Croft? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. Anywho, yeah. <laughs> no, you know, I, w I was thinking, um, just talking about, uh, you know, um, it was B-rated, but it was good. I've been thinking a lot lately about movies and how, you know, we... Okay, just one in particular mainly because I keep hearing it constantly gets brought up. Constantly, almost everything that I'm on. And I guarantee you can probably guess what it is. But it's uh, heredity. Constantly getting brought up. And what yeah. I, I, uh. I only seen it once. So I'm thinking from now on what I need to do is watch a movie at least twice. And if it's still not for me, try it one more time and then... I, you know, I went to the theater and watched Heredity uh -huh. or Hereditary. Hereditary, um, however you want to say it. And uh, I, I don't know. I think I missed something because, like, dude, the, I, I honestly the, the horror fan base has just went crazy over well, this movie. Well, it's actually fifty-fifty, and it's uh, really, it really is. It, you think it's really fifty-fifty? I think it's fifty-fifty. I've been reading at least on all the sites that I'm on. Okay. It's about it's about fifty fifty. Either they love it or they freaking hate it with a yeah. passion. Um. Well, I'm not going to sit here and say that I absolutely hate it. What I'm going to say is, is, man, I must have missed something. Well, and that's did what, I fall and, asleep in the theater? Well, that's did, what I was getting I, I at because know. a lot of people are saying that it uh, that 
you have to watch it again because you miss certain things from what they you say. You know, I'm, I mean, I have heard reference to this movie being the creepiest movie since The Exorcist. Yeah. And this, to me, this movie doesn't even hold a candle to The Exorcist. At all. And, I mean, like I said, though, I've only seen it once. It was really slow build up. It was. So, it was. like, for me, I, dude, when I first heard it, when I first, or when I first watched it, I thought that uh, it was uh, the last ten minutes were the best. Yeah, so it's like, yes. it's like I watched a it's like I watched a movie to see the last ten minutes of it. That's how I felt yes. the first time. I, well, I'd say a little more than the last ten minutes. Okay, I mean, last you know, once, twenty once, minutes. Once they got to that climactic part, you know, and then it started spiraling out of control. Then I was intrigued with it, but it, it I don't know. It didn't, but like I said, I think what I need, what I need to start doing is, and I've noticed this in other movies. Not you know what? Why, why don't we plan that? Why, I'll uh, I'll get it some night and just come over here and we'll watch it. Yeah, that's a good idea because, like you know, I, I I've done this with other movies that I didn't like before, yeah. and then I watch them again. I'm like, okay, I like, I kind of like this movie. Yeah, yeah. And that's not. Oh, just I've done that with a lot of movies. Not just horror movies, uh, all kinds well, of other movies. One, the one that sticks out to me the most is the remake of Friday the Thirteenth. Absolutely hated that movie. The See, first I love time that I saw. movie. <laughs> Absolutely hated it. Now, I own it. I I went out and I bought it because I wanted to watch it again. Yeah, I, and I couldn't find it anywhere to catch it. Now I like it. I can yeah. sit through it. I enjoy it. I, I now the I've, first time I saw it though, I hated it. I like that movie though. On the other <laughs> side of that, really funny, and you're going to be shocked about this. Rob Zombie's Halloween. When I first saw that movie, other than the beginning of it, absolutely hated the beginning of it, almost got up and walked out of the theater. After you get past that part, once Michael grows up into a man, uh-huh. I absolutely loved that movie. Yeah, the like brutality the first, of it. I like it. the first one. Um, but after, after all of that, and after I walked away and thought about it for a few weeks... You don't like it. I still don't care for that movie. Yeah. See, I like the first one. It's okay. Second one, absolutely horrible. <laughs> Sorry. I try not to be super biased, but I'm going to tell you the truth yeah. on it, man. I can't. It's... I I didn't even... Th- I it don't just even, wasn't my thing. I don't even remember watching it. I remember bits and pieces of it, and... Yeah, I'll agree with you on that. You but know? That whole freaking dream sequence with the horse. And yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it is what I it is. Know, I don't like I said, though, it's it, everybody's got their own it, interpretation. It's funny how that works, though. Like, you know, sometimes you'll watch a movie and you'll love it one time and you'll hate it the next, yeah. you know? See, I really like... Talking. And then there's classics that no matter how many times you watch it, it's always a fantastic movie and you're always, yep. you know... And we all have those movies, the you Lost know? Boys. Halloween, The Lost Boys, uh, for mm-hmm. me, Salem's Lot. Silver Bullet. Salem's Lot is one of my favorite vampire movies of all time. There was another one I just had on the... <laughs> had on the tip of my tongue but yeah. you know i mean there's those movies that you just absolutely love and cherish you yeah, know yeah man yeah oh yeah and like, like we said phantasm before. we just did an <laughs> yeah, episode phantasm on that is... you know i mean just yeah dude um i but i really think that i'm gonna have to start giving movies a second chance or something because as a horror fan I watch everything. Yeah. Well, and I try to go into movies now with an open mind because I've seen, I've seen the, you know, the Friday the 13th remake and then the Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Oh, dude. 
uh, you to know, I try and you, go into these with an open mind. And, you know, to be honest with you, the the Nightmare on Elm Street, because <clears throat> um, Nightmare on Elm Street is my top five series, a hundred percent. And um, what's your number one? Just my number one series. Yeah, Halloween. 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 Yeah. Phantasm. Will be I would my, have to go there. Phantasm too. is my number two. Yeah. Um, and then probably Nightmare on Elm Street, mm-hmm. and then. It'd be a toss-up for me between uh, Friday the 13th and Hellraiser. Yeah. Somewhere yeah. in there. Um, yeah. As far as for me. For me, my top would be Halloween. My second would be Friday the 13th. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just grew up with those movies. I absolutely love them. Um, yeah, I... Uh, you know, but what I was getting at with the, with the Nightmare on Elm Street is, is I absolutely love that movie except for Kruger. I yeah, like the movie. Yeah. And I even like Kruger. the guy that plays him. Yeah. But I didn't like him playing him. I, I think what it is is we've gotten into that whole well, Robert England is, is Freddy Krueger. Yeah, there's I just mean, some you people. Cannot, yeah. You know, it's like it's like uh, replacing, you know, uh, Doug Bradley as Penhead, you know. Yeah, you can't. You just can't. Robert England in that as Freddy Krueger that that is who Freddy Krueger is yeah like and there's just no one who can get away with I honestly don't know now see I know that they're talking about making a remake and um they're Robert Elan's doing some of the uh what, what am I thinking of the word I'm thinking of some um basically give him some feedback he's Oh, he's consulting? Consulting, yes. Okay. He's okay. consulting on it. That's cool. And he's talking about having Kevin Bacon play. I have heard that. Which, I, heard that. I as far as physical looks, I can see yeah. that. Yeah. He could actually yeah, probably could pull too. it off. Now, I could too. Whether Kevin not, Bacon was fantastic in The Hollow Man. Oh, dude. He's, I like Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Uh, Tremors? Come oh, yeah. on, dude. Yeah. Uh, there's what, Well, that Stir of Echoes. Stir of Echoes, those were, yep. Those were good. What was that movie? Okay, you might know, you might not know. It's a Kevin Bacon movie, man. And I can't, for some reason, I cannot remember for the life of me. But he is on a, like a, some kind of like trip with kids, I want to say, on a, they're floating there in a river, doing whitewater rafting or something. Oh, oh. Uh, and he's like a, dude, I've been trying to think. Man. Of, you stumped me on that. See, I've been I, trying to think of it. I know name. what, man, I know what that is. Uh huh. I've been trying to, I want to watch that movie again, but I have, I cannot for life of me. Like down the rivers. Something about the river, yeah, something, dude. Something, something like that. But he hey, was hey, great now. Here's some trivia. What was the first movie Kevin Bacon was ever in? Friday 13th, part two, one? One. Part one. Friday the 13th, part one. Yeah, he gets stabbed after he gets yeah. done having some uh, playtime. Man, we didn't even roll the dice for that one. <laughs> hey, man, I, I know. There's some some stuff I do know, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh no no, I'm talking about my wife just bought me the trivia oh, trivial shit, pursuit, yeah, right. the horror version. We're gonna have to bust yeah, that we're gonna out have to bust that out. But uh, yeah, I um I love the new you know get back to it the Nightmare on Elm Street as far as uh, the darkness of it, the darkness of it was really really good, and um <clears throat> like I just didn't. That's the only thing I can, I can say about it. And, oh, and I don't like the way they kind of force-fed the whole, you know, he was a pedophile. I mean... Yeah, I mean, you know, they mentioned that in the original movie, but they didn't shove it down your throat like they did in, yeah, the, in the remake. Um, It's kind of crazy because when you think about it, like, for me, that's one of the biggest things 
I don't want to get too deep into this, but one thing for me that's going to, I don't, I'll, you mess with kids. You mess with kids and I'm done with you. You yeah. can fight, you can rot in hell. If you mess with my kids, I'm going to send you there. You know right. what I mean? Right. Um, oh, yeah. But with Nightmare on Elm Street, man, Kruger was the hero. Not necessarily the hero, but he right. was. He was the anti-hero. Yeah, he <laughs> was the anti, he was the, but what I'm saying is you basically caught yourself rooting for him. Yes. I do that in a lot of movies. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, and it's funny that you mentioned that because I was just thinking the other day, well, I've thought about this often, that there are too few movies where the villain actually wins. Yep. And I want to see that more. Yeah. I really do. Well, it's re- a reality. Because good guy doesn't always win. You know, I like there I teach, are a few out there, but not you know, very I, many. I teach that to my kids. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, granted, my old, I, te- I should say, I teach to my old, my youngest is too young to understand, but you know, I tell them, I said, listen, you know, life is not all basically sunshine and rainbows, <laughs> as Rocky would say in that. In the Rocky, he said, you know, you know, it hits you hard, and there's evil out there. Yeah, and the good guys don't always win. No, but no, but don't. you can. Be prepared and ready, you know, best you can. And um, so, I mean, yeah, but it's, uh, I don't know, it's weird now that I think about it because it almost ruins it for me now that I'm a dad too, you know, like, yeah. because yeah. I 100%, man. It's, uh, well, now you're in protection mode. Well, to me, a pedophile is the worst fucking lowest piece of shit that you could think of on this earth. You know what I mean? Anyone yeah. who hurt a kid or touch a kid, I would, uh, yeah, but... Anyway, we yeah, I better get away from that. that. <laughs> Let me get away from that before I go into a dark place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, no, um, but yeah, I heard they're, um, I heard that they're going to be doing a, like a part two, possibly of that of the Nightmare on the Street, another remake. So I don't know if it's going to be a remake or if it's going to be like a new kind of, uh, kind of like how uh, Halloween was, just a just a new, basically, part two, a reimagining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which would be cool, I think. You know, if, if Kevin I, Kevin Bacon could probably pull it off. If he uh, could, yeah, yeah. If he could yeah, get could, like the I could see that the swagger really down, kind of you know, physically he could because the way he looks, I think he could pull it off. Um, as far as the looks go, yeah. Um, the voices, that's, well, and it's you know. Robert England had such a way with the camera and the, you know, just yeah, man, it, his it, his movements and his, even even though he, he was covered in prosthetics, his facial expressions and that's and, something I know, and that's something that's pretty cool about the Nightmare on Elm Street series is is it's like Kruger knew you were watching. Yeah, it's like he knew, like Deadpool knows he's in a comic, right. So right. he's always talking to and the he, camera. And he looks at the camera a lot. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. He's always th- no, that's why Deadpool knows he's in a comic. So that's yeah. why like he he does that. So like it's almost like Kruger knows like whenever um just for like one of my my favorite one period is uh Dream Warriors. That's or not Dream Warriors, uh Freddy's Dead. That's my favorite one. Okay, yeah. yeah. You know, and the part where the with, Forgot the power glove. Yeah, and, he, and he's looking and he's looking at the at the the camera. Yeah, he does it a lot in the movie. It's, it's like he knows that it that that's cool little aspect right. of it. Like he knows that you're looking. It's pretty cool. You know something I noticed the other day because some scenes popped up. I was watching something. Uh, oh, I was probably watching that history of horror uh, with Eli Roth. Um, it, it's funny. I'm so used to seeing Freddy a certain way. Okay. Uh huh. 
because I've gotten used to the newer movies. If you go back to the original movie, oh yeah, it's watching. It looks day. more grotesque and more kind of know, uh, melted. In the newer movies, he looks more comical, yeah. more cartoony. Yeah, in the in the original, and I just watched it. Not maybe in the original, he's got the slime all well, over him, and the rotted face, and the, I watched you know, it in October. So yeah, I watched it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I made the mistake of my son catching like the first little bit of it, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh crap! So I had to turn it off because he's he gets obsessed with it, and now yeah. now he walks around talking about Michael Myers. Yeah. Well, and like the intro, I had to throw in that little Nancy part with "Don't so go to sleep." Whatever you do, do not fall asleep. <laughs> I did that for you, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Man, I'm telling you, <laughs> those movies are just—they're great. And I even love. It's funny how much I love this movie, the Freddy vs. Jason movie. I love that movie. It is fantastic. It Dude. really is. Yeah, I, uh, my wife makes fun of me because, and she does this crap to me all the time. Because, like, you know, everybody has, like, their celebrity crushes or whatever. Oh, my God. You got a celebrity crush on Freddy Krueger? No, like, well, there's, they're, they're not really crushes, but there's two chicks in there that, you know, and it's a uh, freaking, um, oh, the girl who played in Ginger Snaps. And she's she's the one that has the hat and smoke. You know, her boyfriend is the one. Oh, gets, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then uh, Kelly Rowland. Okay, okay. And uh, my wife's always like, oh, look, Kelly's in here. And I'm all like, oh, Jesus. Now I give the crap all the time, you know what I mean? Oh, God. But, uh, no, um, I like that movie a lot. and uh, It's a fun one. It's fun. It really is. That's the main thing. It's really fun. And they got some some cool parts in there that, like, like with the van, the brother's van. You know what I mean? That thing's cool. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, for me... With movies, it's kind of the things that uh, when I was like when I was a kid, I remember what I was thinking when yeah. I was a kid, and like with that one kind of brought me back to like I remember when I was younger, like I'd have to have a cool van and I, or like <laughs> a cool truck, and like you know I'd be driving. I wanted a cool van because of the eighteen. Yeah, buddy, but that yeah, it, the little things like that kind of throws you back, and I like yeah. the way that like um, dude, some of the kill scenes in that movie were. Dude, awesome. what I was awesome. just talking about when you pull that kid up in the bed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a great scene. I really love the scene where he shows up at the rave party in the middle of the cornfield. Yep. And they set his ass on fire, and he's he throws that freaking flaming machete yeah. right yeah, through that dude. guy, dude. Well, and oh, and it shows like an arrow of you of him walking through, that, walking through the cornfield on fire. Yeah. Yeah, that's killer. That yeah. was a really good scene. Cool movie. Very cool movie. But, yeah, something funny <clears throat> I was going to mention. Uh, talking about Nightmare on Elm Street, I used to have a life-size, what do they call those? Um, a blow-up. Pop-ups. They call them like the ones that you see. Uh, he, he had yeah. a blow-up doll. <laughs> Why do all blow-up dolls look like you're surprised? <gasps> <gasps> oh. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, sorry. <laughs> I had this, uh, like a, what they call a pop-up, which is basically the... Uh, <laughs> The life size. Oh, the cardboard, cardboard cutout. They're called pop okay. ups. Okay. And I had one of those. Of night. That's funny because I was just looking at some of those the other day. They had a Jason one that I, you know, and it had a pretty good price on it, and I almost bought it. Yeah, because uh, I thought, man, that would look really cool. And well, seeing like everybody, anyone who's seen, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, especially like, um, Freddy's Dead. They at the end, you know, they 
she kills him. You know, she's throwing all these knives and stuff at him and doing all this. And I was huge. I've been into martial arts for a long time. So yeah. I've been huge into that. I've always had weapons and stuff. I've always used them. I've always done all this nunchucks. And, you know, my first tournament I went to in Taekwondo, I got first place in weapons. Nice. And stuff. So, like, I, dude, I, love, I loved it. And, uh, I'm gonna piss him off, and he's gonna beat my ass. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, I used to throw knives. That's why I practiced throwing knives at at Freddy Krueger. He'd be up in my room, dude, in the corner. I'd be throwing knives at him. I'm practicing, <laughs> and I'm not even, dude. I'm telling you, that's what it just. Come at me, bro. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I practice throwing my knives, man. There'd be holes in the wall. My dad's like, what the hell's going on? What are you doing? <laughs> you know? Just oh, that's Freddy, awesome. Man. That's awesome. And it was funny because I remember it was crazy is that he was up in my room. And my room was pretty small. The house I grew up in was really small. And my room was real small. And uh, <laughs> he was in the corner just staring at me all night long. You know what I mean? I had him up yeah. all the time. So yeah. I could put him away. Was, that's cool. Yeah. That's it was cool. a cool little, little aspect of it. I... Yeah, it, it just fed into my fed into my love and want to be able to <laughs> it's gonna sound yeah. fucking crazy but uh i was like man i wish a serial killer would come to my town <laughs> you know well, there I mean? actually is right now two escaped people that killed a person in bell oh no they got him oh did they catch him in florida what? Yeah. Oh, okay. They went. My, my wife was like, "Is the garage locked? Is the house locked?" Yeah, they caught him in Florida. Did you lock up that crawl space when you got underneath there? <laughs> they caught him crawl in Florida. <laughs> they caught him in Florida, man, on a high, they had a high speed chase. Okay, right on. I didn't know that. Well, it's like, why would you drive the same vehicle? You know, they got APP on you out nationwide yeah. when you're on a murder charge. We, you know? we were watching a chase on the news the other last night. Actually, it was in St. Louis, and. uh it was funny because I walked into the kitchen and was doing something. And I hear my wife in the living room. She's like, ah, dumbass, you should have stayed on the highway. <laughs> and I, the thought ran through my head is, is, man, this guy ought to get off the highway because you get on the highway, you're stuck. I yeah, mean, you yeah. can't. There, there's only one road. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's crazy about it is, too, is like, I don't even know why they have high-speed chases. They have a helicopter. Yeah. Just get yeah. your cops out around where the area is and just yeah. let the guy go till the guy or girl until they freaking stop. Yeah. And you got a helicopter and then you'll know right where they're at. Yeah. And that way you're not driving a hundred and something miles an hour down, you know. And making them drive faster. Yeah. It's, yeah. I never did. Well, you know, that doesn't, that's not what pays. They need to have that. Well, well, I tell you, I'm in the automotive business. They've got a button that they could stop anything. Yes. Nowadays, so, yep. I mean, yep. I don't know why they don't utilize that technology, but. Yeah, you know. They don't. They got to have an excuse for where all the money goes that they're freaking laundering. <laughs> it's like the government. The well, government we, uses a lot of you money. You guys paid $700 for a hammer, huh? You know, <laughs> it, it, I was thinking about that today, you know, because we just lost George, yeah, George W. Bush, Bush um, God rest his soul. But, uh, you know, we went watching the funeral yesterday and today. I thought, oh, my God, look at the amount of money the government has spent on. I mean, is he worth it? By all means. I mean, he was a fantastic president, but, man, they spent a lot of money. Yeah. When I die, I want to go out in a blaze of glory. When I die, nobody's going to know because my wife's going to hide the body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I just read a thing, too, on Facebook about a um, soldier, a special forces guy. And uh, he got killed, and they did the Viking uh, death for him. They put him oh, on a, really? put him on a on a boat, 
Yeah. Lit the boat on fire. Shot him with out. the flaming arrow. Freaking cool, dude. That is cool. That's pretty cool. That cool. I told my wife I wanted to be... Cause I just I don't want to die. I want to live forever. I want to be a damn vampire. Vampire. I'm a damn vampire. <laughs> we're going way too far off. Yeah. Man, um, we're... Hey, hidden object or haunted objects. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> hey, you guys got to understand, we haven't really talked to each other in a while. So yeah, it's been and, at least a couple and, weeks. It, this is one of those no bullshit kind of conversations. This is how we actually are when we get together. This is the this is what we talk about. Yeah, you know, and... um, like This is why we started a podcast. <laughs> yeah. I, like I was saying, too, you know, it's cool. I, I can't wait to be able to get um, different people from different all walks of life. Yeah. Yeah. And get When's your there. friend going to join us? Oh, Breezy? Is she, uh... She, I just talked to her, and, um, she, I mean, she had a C-section, so, right. um, she well, just kind of... she should be good. Put a big date on that. Yeah, so Come she on. said... Actually, they, 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 it's real cool. She, um... It's kind of crazy, because her twins, um, were actually very rare, so they were... They're doing, like, a study on them. I hope they're not evil twins. Well, she hopes they are, so you'll, <laughs> you'll, under, you'll understand you'll understand Bree whenever she gets on Breezy when she gets on here. She's just she's identical to me except she's female, and uh, yeah, it's crazy. But no, um, her twins are pretty rare, and I guess they're doing a uh, they're doing a study on them and stuff. And um, I don't know where I was going. You asked, you said something about uh, oh C section. Yeah, she um, they did a uh, some new thing with a C section. She's going to be okay with us talking about this? Oh, she's fine. She, she don't give a fuck. I'm fucking telling you. You guys have no clue. You think I'm bad. Wait till she gets on here. Uh, she's awesome. Awesome We're definitely going to have to hit that explicit button when she gets on here. She's an awesome chick, and she's one. Of, she's like my best friend. Besides my wife, she's, a, she's the closest thing to my wife that can be. Uh, as far as best friends go, you know that's what I mean? pretty bad. I don't even know her, and I'm over here talking shit about her. <laughs> don't worry, sorry, Bree. She'll get you back, dog. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but no, back to horror stuff. Yeah, um, I've just been. I'm trying, trying to catch up and see what new movies are going to be coming out for next year. You know, dude, dude, we got to go see the Possession of Hannah Grace. I want to see that so bad. Is that the is that the movie? I just read something very briefly. I caught it, and it said something about people are walking out of the screening. Possibly. Basically, what that movie is about is what happened after The Exorcism. Mm-hmm. Not The Exorcist, but what happens after The Exorcism is over. Yeah. Is what that movie's about. God, dude, I want to see it so It bad. looks wicked. It looks wicked. So uh, bad. Yeah, I just read something about... Uh, God dang it. I should have remembered it. I caught a glimpse of it. I didn't really read the whole thing. I just read that. It said, movie was so disturbing that people were walking out of the screening. Oh, Wow. You know, they say that about movies from time to time, and I wonder if that's their way of trying to get more asses in the seats. Well, that's what happened with The Exorcist, though. I watched a whole, I watched a documentary about that the other day. Oh, yeah. And well, you got to think, that movie came out in, what, 73? Uh-huh. In 1973, our society was not ready for The Exorcist. Dude, there's, I was watching, uh, like, they were interviewing people as they were coming out of the movies. Mm-hmm. They had cameras out there, and I was watching them, and people were, like, like throwing up. People yeah. were, like... Oh, yeah freaking crying and bawling you know and that movie still freaking gets me man it's a great movie i mean it's it holds up oh very well very well i just watched it not not too long ago my wife she has seen it she refuses to watch it again you know hey that's fine yeah yeah i mean i'm fine with it yeah i don't you don't want to force it and they can do whatever they want and you know that's why we have podcasts so we can freaking talk Mm -hmm. about it and watch stuff and 
yeah, I, it's it's something um, something that I've been freaking just for years. Uh, I'll say for years, about two years, I've been really wanting to do something like this, and I've been really trying to trying to find out which way to go about it. So this is. To me, this he is had to like, find the right person stupid enough to do it with him. Yes, yes. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, does what it's told and puts the lotion on his skin. Um, no, I. Uh, or else it gets the hose again. <laughs> I, uh, I am trying to find the right. Uh, I don't want to say genre. Because this is what I actually love, you know what I mean. Yeah. But finding a way to put everything I love into one thing, like mm-hmm. horror movies, the paranormal, which is something I really, really love, is the paranormal. And, and um, dude, and hanging out with your buddy, exactly. <laughs> well, that's my point. Having someone, yeah, I mean, that, you, yeah, oh, having yeah. somebody, having all, finding a way to put all that together in the one, right. and then finding somebody or other, and maybe more than one person that can. A, have the same amount of love and compassion yeah, that you yeah, do for it. Yeah. And B, you'd be able to actually talk to that person, you know, yeah. freely. You know, that's something that... Yeah, because can- it's, it's funny. I mean, I'm not... Well, I'm a weirdo, but, you know, you you try and talk to some people about this stuff, and they're like, ah, I don't, no, I don't want to talk about that, you know, or oh, I don't want to talk about this. Or I absolutely love horror. Love it. I can't get enough of it. Yeah. And I've been that way since I was a kid. Same thing. No, I'm not morbid, it, 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 you know, but I just, I love well, yeah, you know, being creeped out. And well, it's just, just like, um, we don't have to be stupid, stupid whore, you know? Like for me. You know, it's just, uh, it, music's the same way. Yeah, dude. I am total metalhead. I have been ever since I was a kid. Uh can't stand country. Um, I don't know, man. Have you, have you heard Chris Stapleton? That month, that month, he sang, boy. I don't give Dude, a shit. Dude, he, he can sing anything, though. I guarantee he can sing fucking metal. That dude's a... I'd like to hear that dude do some Maiden. Dude. Well, what do you think about that old Powerwolf? I just yeah, that was pretty good, side. dude. I, I, you know, I've heard of the... You know, it's it's kind of funny. My 17-year-old niece is into them. Yeah. So, and she, she was telling me about them, but I'd never listened to them. Neither werewolves, I, so yeah, man. Sounds pretty good. Neither werewolves. I'll be downloading some of that tomorrow. I just picked up a, a good friend of mine, uh, born in St. Louis. He moved to uh, Tucson years ago. He uh, he has a band called Motive, and they just released a new CD. Hell yeah. And man, it's killer. killer. Yeah, I love music, too. And we're gonna, we'll are gonna we incorporate music sometimes on this guy. I don't want to throw anyone off. You know, and who knows? We may spin off once we get this going. I know we have been rattling on for almost forty minutes about nothing. Hey, nah, it's all good conversation <laughs> and everything. But you know, um, we might spin off sometime and do a. a, a oh yeah, we're gonna do we're gonna do a, a metal episode. But um, what I was gonna say is, uh, <clears throat> as far as like you know being morbid because you loved it since you're a kid because I did too, but it wasn't morbid stuff. It was like. One of my favorite movies of all time. Is that morbidity. Yeah. Well, Krista's not here to make up words. Yeah. Me, so. <laughs> well, that's what I was trying. I was like, man, your wife made me sound stupid. The yeah. Other night. <laughs> She's stupid. I got to come up with some shit. She's stupid smart. Ask so. her if morbidity is a. <laughs> but, uh. No, no, I'm just kidding. No, like, um, uh, Ernest Scared Stupid. 
Ernest Scared Stupid. Dude, I have not seen that in years. My my son loved it for a while. I love that movie, man. That was one I watched every Halloween when I was a kid. I watched it every freaking Halloween when I was a kid, man. I don't know that I've ever sat through that whole movie. Oh, uh, dude. I, I don't know. Maybe I have. It's corny, you know, but it's Ernest, you know. Yeah, All yeah, the movies yeah. are corny. Yeah. But like, and then you got, you know, like we talked about before, <laughs> Lost Boys, mm-hmm. Silver Bullet. Yeah. Movies that didn't have a whole lot of Silver Bullet almost had like no gore at all in it. Yeah, yeah. But it was a good movie. Told a really good story. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like we were talking, yeah, you got to have a good story to suck you in. Yeah, and, man. You know. um, and yeah, that movie was really good. I, I mm-hmm. Silver Bullet's so good. Yeah, such a classic. Now, my favorite werewolf movie was An American Werewolf in London. Great movie, which had a substantial amount of gore. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, sorry, got to give props where props are due. Greatest werewolf trans- transformation ever put on film. Yeah. The guy that did that is a, a makeup artist. His name is Rick Baker. And that guy is yeah. phenomenal. Speaking of phenomenal. that, Joe Rogan, JRE Cup podcast, I'll tell yeah, you about yeah. all the time. He's got one of those that he made for him that really that Rick Baker made for him. That's cool. And as soon as you walk to his studio, it's in the front yeah. staring at the front door. Yeah. Like, all big. that's awesome. Well, Hey, while we're, while we're kind of talking about that and we've talked a little bit about music and stuff, a couple guys in the music industry that people are going to know Metallica's Kirk Hammett, uh-huh. huge horror fan. Yeah. He is a horror collector. His house is full of all kinds of horror memorabilia. He is like, you think we're bad? Oh, he I, is like over the top. Well, he's dude. got the money. <laughs> of course. Of course. Uh, another guy is Scott Ian from Anthrax. Uh-huh. It's the same way. Yeah. Uh, Scott Ian did these uh, episodes on YouTube. They were... Uh, over the they were nerdist episodes or whatever, where he was going to like different movie, movie lo or not locations, but like where the oh how do how do I put that? Like he would go and like where the makeup artists were testing their stuff, and they oh, would yeah. like put makeup on him, and like I saw like several episodes where like he got a got a knife shoved through his mouth, and <laughs> one he got his head cut off, and I mean, and the shit looked really cool, you know. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I, Horror freaks and metal all over, man. That's a, well, you know, can't wait. We, that's something we need to do soon is a soundtrack uh, episode. About different soundtracks yeah. we like. Yeah. yeah, there's some great ones. Oh, yeah, great man. Ones. Horror, I think horror movies have, like, the greatest soundtracks. You know? Because yeah. um, they, they can do that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. as far as, I mean, as far as, like, movies go, it's like, oh, we have to have a love thing here. We have to have this here. Metal's just, like, horror and metal go together. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the one that sticks out to me... F- here recently was this movie called the devil's candy yeah um that movie started off with if i remember right it was metallica playing the intro music for it and the dude his daughter comes walking out of her bedroom wearing a slayer shirt and like the entire soundtrack is nothing but like thrash metal Fantastic, of that, and it was see, a cool movie too. Did you see that thing I tagged you in on Facebook with uh, with the penguin? No, with oh. uh, with Jason. He sits up out of his chair and it's he sl- it says Slayer across him. He no, sits on uh, uh, Jason X. You didn't see that? Oh no! I don't oh, dude, I you have that. to watch it. Oh my uh, god! I, 
it's it's funny it, it, it shows it shows Jason on Jason X. He sits up when it whenever they unbomb. Yeah. And that hot chick is over in the in the whatever sink washing her hands doing whatever. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, dude, that is like the greatest kill scene ever. Well, that's what I was gonna say, but whatever. What, oh, it's that's nitrous, the one where he freezes her, her face. Nitrous oxide. Yeah. Yeah, it's nitrogen. Or nitrogen. Liquid nitrogen. Yeah. He freezes her face in it, and her face freezes solid, and then he pulls her up and slams her head well, into the side funny of about the it is. sink, and her head freaking her face explodes. And what's so cool about that scene is if you watch it really close, after he slams her face down on the sink, and her whole face just crumbles off, he actually pulls her head back, and he looks at it like. Yeah, I fucking did that. You know, <laughs> well, what's funny about it's just this, so brutal about this little thing is is it shows him sit up, and when he sits up, it says Slayer across his chest. Nice. And then it looks over there, and uh, the chick has got Nickelback, the lead singer Nickelback's face on. And... Oh my god, <laughs> what's that guy's name? Kroger, Mike, something Kroger or Kroger, Mike Kroger, Kroger. Well, anyway, he thinks it, it's, it's basically Slayer versus Nickelback. Oh, Smashes! It's hilarious. I figured you'd fucking get a kick out of that. Well, I would if I would have seen it. I, man, I man. Yeah, nah, I need man. to watch that. <laughs> it's so funny, man. We are uh, way off on a limb now. Oh, I don't care. Anyway, we're doing. Good. We're just having a good time. It's been a couple weeks, and you know, yes. I this time of year I'm super busy, and I don't have a whole lot of time to. Uh, like you said, delve deep into certain things. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, but a couple of things. I mean, we can't talk about a couple of haunted objects. Yeah, you know, for sure. For uh, sure. Some funny stuff I found on some haunted objects. <laughs> stuff. You can buy them on eBay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a couple of those. Did you get the uh, genie ring? No. So no. Check this out. Oh, God. For okay. sale on eBay, okay? For sale. You can get the genie ring. Uh, <laughs> the owner claims that the ring is, holds the spirit of, I'm going to say, Missilia, M-I-C-I-L-I-A, a real-life genie queen. Wow. <laughs> who, 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 oddly enough, requested that they use her name in the eBay ad. <laughs> That's strange. Well, yeah. Where the hell did that come <laughs> Hey, man. Yeah, I I, I understand. I understand. Did you get the uh, the haunted bra? <laughs> Dude. Okay, so we both went in totally different directions on this. <laughs> so, so, dude, uh, we're just gonna forget about my shit. Well, I'll, you go. I I, I couldn't. I, I didn't get the rest of the stuff I wanted to, oh. but uh, I got it. <laughs> I gotta do the haunted brawl one because uh, it's funny. Hey, they're boobs. Boobs. <laughs> you sound like my five year old. <laughs> That's funny because I probably act like him too. Oh, dude. It's funny conversation, man. I just had my five year old. He goes, Dad, um,. I'm I'm gonna get married. I said, "Oh yeah, you're gonna get married." Huh? And I'm having this conversation through the rearview mirror because I'm driving and oh, talking shit. to me. And he goes, uh, "Yeah, I'm gonna get married because when you're married, you can kiss a girl." I said, "Oh yeah." He's like, "Yeah, and you can take showers together." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm 
I'm like, what? He's like, you and mommy take showers together. I said, yeah, well. We're just conserving water. I son. said, let's just not talk about that. And he goes, I know what girls have, dad. I said, oh, yeah? He's like, yeah, they got boobies. <laughs> I got boobies. Sorry, I had to tell That's you. awesome, dude. But, awesome. So now he's going around talking about getting married and shit all the time. So that's my kid. I did that too, and it didn't work out. <laughs> but, yeah, you see, I should have told him, now you see them even less when you get married, son. Yeah. <laughs> Need to forget about getting married. <laughs> anyway, anyway, let's get back to this haunted brawl. <laughs> <the haunted brawl. laughs> uh, oh, so it's, it says on there that whoever wears the brawl, male or female, <laughs> will constantly receive admiration and gifts. And according to the seller, shit, I need one of those. And according to the seller of it, if you place the brawl near a lit candle, you'll see the spirit who haunts the brawls in full apparition. Well, well, yeah, I don't know about all that. <laughs> and I got some of this, guys. Most of these I got from an article by uh, Kelly McClure. Um, I, th- I think it was for Discovery or something like that was the article I was reading it yeah. off of. But uh, I thought that was funny. I'm like, really? A hunter bra and a freaking genie ring? I'm just going to burn my notes. No. <laughs> right now. He's like, oh, mine are stupid. <laughs> I did find a cool one, though, actually. Um that's not kind of funny. It's called um, uh, Anna's dress. And um, oh, is that the wedding dress? Anna Baker's dress. Okay, did I did hear that about that, but um, well, I mean, just a little quick thing on it. It says that um, it belonged to a lady named Anna, who never got to wear the dress. She got it made, but she never got to wear the dress, and because uh, she died a spinster. In okay. 1914. I don't know if you know what a spinster is. Yeah. But it's a woman who a, never... An older woman that has never been married. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, but the dress is on display in uh, the Baker Mansion Museum in Altoona, PA. And uh, workers at the museum... So is this, was this her house? Didn't you just yeah, say her yes, name? Anna yes, Baker. Yeah, yeah. So it's her house, and yeah, now it's, it's a museum. Yeah, it's a museum. Yep. And, it must um, be pretty cool to have a museum out of your house. I mean... Dude, I'm telling you, that's that's a big house. I mean, most people back probably when she was yeah back then, you know, you know that's what the that's what the bigger your house was, the better off. Cost you, know, you five hundred bucks to build a yeah. you know twenty thousand foot square mansion <laughs> or twenty thousand foot square mansion. Yeah, <laughs> a twenty thousand square foot square mansion. mansion. Wow. But they a lot of the workers at the museum say that they walk in on it and it's like. Um, the dress is moving around like like on its own, like it was dancing, or if like if it was okay. just doing whatever. Like a lot of a lot of most of the people who work there say they've at least once seen it happen with wow. their eyes. Wow, wow, so that's kind of cool. That's you know? pretty cool. And that's this is stuff that like <laughs> I well, the the I got to get online and check out some more of those uh, <laughs> on an eBay ones you can buy. Yeah, I'm really maybe, intrigued with the brawl. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am. Uh, I can see as long as it's fit as freaking. I'm an, I'm at least a freaking high B cup. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what kind of uh, what kind of haunted stuff did you look? Well, at? damn. Now I'm gonna feel silly. <laughs> I really am. <clears throat> but 
I do have a, uh, just a couple things I want to talk about, and then I want to give some mentions. And you have heard about a lot of these, so we're going to be able to pull this off. All right? Sweet. But not like pulling the bra off, but, you know. No, well, what the hell? I don't need these two things um, I know we talked about this the other day, the Tallman bunk beds. Yes. Okay. Um, I kind of went in and looked at a little bit of that, and there's a little story behind it. So... <sighs> Basically, this happened in this town. It's called Herricon, Wisconsin. Very small town. I think they said the population was like 3,800 or something like that. So, you know, yeah. St. James size yeah. know, town. Yeah. Okay. Never had anything, no hauntings whatsoever in this town ever. Okay. So, this story happened uh, between... Uh, May of 1987 and January of 1988. So not quite a year. Um, So basically in early February of 87, there was this couple. It was Alan and Debbie Tallman. And they had brought home a bunk bed that they had bought at a secondhand store. Mm -hmm. They brought this thing home and they had it in the basement for a while. For, for just a few days or whatever until they were getting a room ready to take it yeah, up for the yeah. kids or whatever. So after they took it up for the kids, um, they started noticing weird things happening, you know, around the house or whatever. And never really put two and two together on it. But basically they had a son, Danny, who... So they, they put this bunk bed in one of the bedrooms. And uh, they had a son, Danny, who was in the bedroom next door. And he started noticing that his clock radio would start acting weird. And, like, the station would change on it. To the point, he told his parents he could physically watch the indicator move on the clock radio. Holy crap. Okay? (laughs) So, you know, they didn't really think too much about it. Well, one day, the father, Alan, was downstairs in the basement, and he was painting something, and he had laid the paintbrush down on the table and went upstairs to eat some lunch and when he came back downstairs the paintbrush was back in the can but the bristles were sticking up in the air it was handled first into the can so of course he thought the kids had done it or whatever you know and he kind of chewed on them about it well then uh, then there was a story about the youngest daughter claimed that she had seen a witch and you know, never could prove that or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> but the father started getting worried. He worked the night shift. Okay. So one night, uh, he come he came home at two o'clock in the morning, pulls up in front of the garage, and as he gets out of the garage, he hears this voice say out to him, Come here. Well, he's like, What the hell was that? You know, it's two o'clock in the morning, yeah, you know. Yeah. So he walked around the back side of the house wondering where this voice is coming from. And there's nobody there. So he comes back around the house, but when he steps in front of the house, he notices there's there's windows on the garage door. Yeah. The garage is on fire. Holy so shit. So he runs in the house, grabs a fire extinguisher, goes running out into the garage. There's no fire. There's nothing burnt, no damage whatsoever in the garage. Nothing going on, okay? So... He ended up, he started sleeping in his daughter's room. Yeah. uh, Just kind of as protection for her. Um, 
that was on January 7th when he thought the garage was on fire. So shortly after that, he started sleeping in her bedroom. Well, one night while he was in her bedroom, this fog had come out and had kind of gathered around his body, and he heard this voice yell out, you're dead. So then they they started getting priests involved and getting these people come out. And so finally, one of the family members talked him into moving away from the house. Uh, they ended up burning the bunk bed. Yeah. They took drug it outside and set it on fire. Um, after that, they didn't have any experiences on the house. And then they ended up moving out shortly afterwards. But there's been some people who have moved into that house after them. Never had anything happen kind of strange some haunted furniture now i know you and i had talked about you had you had said something about you had heard about a story yeah um uh it was off of the um pod it was off a podcast called um real ghost stories online with okay. tony and jane Pierce. can we talk about it before yeah yeah that podcast well they have a thing called bunk bed or bunk bed bells that they hand out to people so basically i don't know if you noticed this but well, on their show, a lot of people who call in about their stories, it's kind of like Jim Harrell's Campfire, you call in with uh-huh. your stories. Okay. And um, th- a lot of them are involved with bunk beds and stuff like that. That's hot. And um, yeah, so they got these little things. I had never heard of that. I just kind of ran across yeah. this. Yeah, and well, like uh, they said there, I, I caught from them, I'm going to maybe look it up and go further into it later, but something about there were some bunk beds that came out made with these satanic or some kind of symbols on them already. I wonder if it was the same story. I well, and I and wonder, maybe I yeah, didn't get I wonder, all the information. Yes, that's from what I was it. That's not, when you said that, I'm like, I wonder if that was part of Yeah, because I, I never found anything because I, I checked several resources on yeah, that. Yeah, they mentioned they mentioned that um on their show and that's why it's a big thing on their show, you know, on yeah. their podcast yeah. is that like it's, you know, bunk beds and a lot of them talk about it. Well and, you know, you got to think about it. a lot of your stories you have that scare you from when you're a kid. Yeah. A lot of people have bunk beds. A lot of, a lot of families, you know, kids had to sleep in the same room, so a lot of them had bunk yeah. beds. You know. How my kids got bunk beds, you know, but granted, they both sleep with our room. Right, so right, fucking, right. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. But. Well, uh, it's kind of funny. The reason why I just smiled is it made me think about the fourth chapter in the Insidious series. Uh-huh. Where her and her brother had a bunk bed and the brother disappeared. And she yeah. found the whistle underneath yep, yep, the bed. Underneath it. Yep. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Kinda yeah, because cool. he that and that and that movie he he was like looking out of the out of the yeah because he had, had like a, a blanket the sheets over it yeah or a sheet and then or, the freaking yeah. chick or whatever was inside there with him yeah That's yeah yeah that, was, that movie was really creepy it's really good movie, really man. creepy I cannot wait to do those but, I think we need to save those for later on yeah but those oh, yeah. conjuring yeah we need to do that whole series the whole conjuring universe thing yep um for sure just man. I love those movies I just the whole you know, the, like those insidious movies, every one of them, I mean, they're just chock full of creepiness, you know, oh, and yeah. the conjurings are the same way. Yeah. But, uh, but another one that I want to talk about, which I know you've heard of, is Robert the Doll. Oh, Robert. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> A lot of people have heard about Robert the Doll. So Robert the Doll was uh, from Key West, Florida. Yep. Okay. So there was this, there was an artist. His name was Robert Eugene Otto, and they called him Gene. Okay, and he was given the doll at the age of four. 
he was four years old when he mm-hmm. when he received this doll. And after he received the doll, there were strange things started happening. Now this mm-hmm. doll, it's not really human looking, but it's it's really weird. It's a strange yep. looking doll. Yep. It's it its face reminds me of a monkey. Yes. Kind of. Yep. Yep. Um, and it's wearing a sailor suit, mm-hmm. a little sailor hat and a white sailor suit. Okay. So one of the, one of the stories was uh, the parents had talked about they would hear Gene giggling at night with something. Uh-huh. And they could hear like two different sets of laughter. Yep. Okay. Um, so there were times they would walk past rooms and there'd be furniture overturned in rooms and the the kid would be having nightmares and, and a lot of his toys would vanish and some of them would get mutilated and his answer was always the same. Robert did it. Yep. Uh, you know, just, something... Just very creepy. Well, I don't know what else you got on that. But. Well, Robert, basically what, what ended up happening is, is the parents banished robert to the attic they put him Uh up in the attic well then after they did that they started getting reports from neighbors claiming that they were seeing something a small figure moving in the windows of the attic and they assume it was him so what ended up happening with the doll is the doll the doll is now kept in what is called uh key west uh fort east uh Mortello Museum. I mm-hmm. think I'm saying that right. Mortello Museum. Um, and they keep him behind a glass case. And they tell people that if you want to take a picture of Robert, you need to ask him permission first. Because if you don't, he will curse you. Uh, not like cuss you out or anything, but curse you and follow you home. Yeah. Uh, see, I thought... And I'm, you know, I, I might be wrong, but I re- I remember with Robert the doll, didn't his parent, um, that auto guy, his parents were rich, right? I think so. And then they so. moved, the family moved from that house. They had still owned the house. The family moved from that house, and then. Um, Did they leave the doll in the yes, attic? Yes. Okay, doll, that's what I yeah, that's stayed. what I was thinking. Yeah. The doll stayed, and the family moved from the from that place they kept the house it was theirs right but well when the family moved you know Otto grew up or whatever then he found a wife got a wife or whatever well him and his wife moved back to that house in Key West in Key West okay and if I remember correctly I want to say that they moved overseas to England or something like that and then he moved back with his wife and his parents gave them that house well from what I remember of the story, um, Otto, or Gene, we'll call him. Yeah, Gene is what they Gene, call him. Gene um, had a huge fascination with, with Robert the Doll. Right, like, right. Like, they were always together 24-7. Uh-huh. talked to him uh-huh. constantly. Well, whenever they moved back to the house, him and his wife moved back. I can't remember if he had a kid or not, so I'm just going to go off of what I know. Um, when, when they moved back, um, he found Robert the Doll back in the attic. And it down spiraled from there, and I believe he got divorced over after that. After the dog, yeah, I was thinking the same, the same story there. <sighs> yeah, I, I I remember that. I remember that part of the part of yeah. the story. Yeah. And I think there were some other stories about that too, though. That like um, 
his her parent his parents they uh had some slaves of course right and they were from uh they're from i can't remember where but they're um doing some hoodoo or voodoo or whatever mm-hmm. and they're the one this is another story another right. variation right. and his his main caretaker um gene's main main caretaker who really loved him a lot um uh, took care of him was basically his mother basically because okay. the parents okay. were never around and she um had basically they something happened and the mother got rid of her and her and their other slaves then traded them off for different ones because of i think gene's uh affection for her or whatever okay so um she <clears throat> made oh, for lack of better term possessed the doll Okay. To be watch over him. To watch over him and, and protect stuff like him that. and stuff. Yeah. 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 That's another story of it. Yeah. Part of the story. Yeah. There's a lot to that story. I just yes, kind of hit, hit the highlights on it. Yeah. There's a whole lot to that story because I, I remember hearing that one on Hillbilly Horror Stories. Okay. Yeah. Which? Yeah. Um, there's actually a really good uh, show. It's uh, It may have been on that Haunted Objects show because there, there is a show called Haunted Objects. Yes. Or, yep. Is that what it's called? Haunted Possessions or something? Haunted Things. Haunted Things, that's is right. Is what it is. And I think it was on there. They were talking yeah. about it. But uh, Well, what I was going to tell you is, um, I was listening to today, I was listening to one of your favorites, uh, Jim Harold's, um The Paranormal Podcast. Yeah, yeah. And they had... Uh, the guys from Hillbilly Horror yes, Story. Yeah, I listened to that one today. Yeah, I saw that was coming up, and I, I was like, oh man, I need to download listen, that and listen to it. I listened to that it. one today. So yeah, you'll like it. That's it's cool. Good. Cool. It's good. Hell yeah. Um, so anyway, you know, and Robert plays right along with, and we're not going to get into her right now, but right along with Annabelle. Mm-hmm. Um, it, not that they're together or anything like that. Ooh, Robert and Annabelle. Uh, but <laughs> Robert and Annabelle sitting in a tree. Oh, knifing um, everyone they see. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Uh, but, you know, we'll get into Annabelle at a different time because that's going to be a long story there. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, very creepy story. Very creepy. Yeah, so, this is cool. So, anyway, we're going to move on because I've, I've just got a couple other things here that I want to yeah. touch on. So, this is funny. I've got a couple eBay ones like you had <laughs> just done. Mine's not a brawl, though. Uh, there is a painting out there called The Hands Resist Him. Um, very creepy painting. Um, in fact, I am going to pull up. So, well, I thought I was. Maybe I'm not. What well, anyway. Donkey sex. Yeah. What is browser? I don't know what, what that is. <laughs> what has my wife been looking at? That's crazy. That's crazy talk. That's crazy. But anyway, uh, there is a painting that's called The Hands Resist Him. And it was sold on eBay back in February of 2000, and it sold for $1,025 for this painting. It's a very creepy painting. It's a painting of a little boy standing next to what looks like a doll, and they're standing in front of like a glass pane door, Mm -hmm. and in the glass you can see handprints, okay? Um... This uh, painting was just a painting that a guy did, and I don't remember the the guy's name, and, and I didn't write it down. I should have. But 
there the story behind this is is that the people that have owned this painting have uh, caught what they claim to be movement like the yeah, the, these in, kids the will move within the painting, sometimes moving outside the painting. Ooh. There's been stories of. Uh, one guy bought this painting for his mother and gave it to her, and shortly after he gave it to her, she had a stroke. Well, yeah, look at the damn painting. <laughs> uh, it is it is a creepy painting. <laughs> Why would you it, give it, that to your it, mom? It really is. Here you go, mommy. Um, well, it's a cute kid. You know, yeah, he looks you know. like he's possessed by. Looks like he's a possessed by. Hell, but, yeah, cuter than hell. You know. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, uh, this is another one that circulated on eBay. Um, yeah, I almost want to buy that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's another there's another painting of there. There's one called the Anguished Man. Yes. Same kind of thing. Yeah. Um, now I didn't do any kind of research Me on either. that. I, that I just one, I the, I just thought about that one off the top of my head i i should have looked into that you know us doing this uh the anguished man was another painting that was claimed to have some paranormal activity associated with it Mm -hmm. but uh but then then the big one the big one another ebay find was the dibbit box yeah okay which we all know, the movie The Possession, which came out in 2012, was based on a true story. It was actually movie. based on the story of this Dibbit box like that, that was, <clears throat> basically, it was owned by a Jewish woman mm-hmm. who used it, it's, it's a wine box, it's for holding wine or whatever, mm-hmm. and she lived to the age of 103 years old, okay, and she claimed that before she died, that there was an evil entity or demon or Mm -hmm. whatever that lived inside this box. And she made everybody promise that they would never open this box. Okay? So her... Somehow... Oh, it, it ended up in an estate sale, and it went up for sale on eBay. And it ended up selling on eBay in 2003. And with the note of, this is what it is, this is what this woman claims it to be, don't open this box. So, and now I'm realizing I got my facts wrong. This is the item that the guy gave to his mother, and she ended up having a stroke shortly after he gave it to her. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I remember that. Of course, he wasn't supposed to open it. First thing he did was opened it. Yeah. Um, There's a... There's a lot of stories about this thing. Um, basically, the guy, once he got a hold of it, he couldn't get rid of it. The only way to get rid of the thing was to sell it to somebody else. So he had given it away to somebody that lived yeah. states away, hundreds and hundreds of miles away, and he thought he was through with it. And he got up one day one morning and went to walk out his front door and it was sitting on his porch again with a note on it Uh stating that there's too much dark energy associated with this box we don't want it and the guy to my knowledge the guy has not been able to get rid of well and of course who wants to have it now you guys favorite tv show host zach (laughs) Zach baggins Baggins. yeah 
And he just had a big, huge episode about him opening up the Divi box. Oh, did he really? Yep. Okay. Just happened okay. literally not even. So that would be a good way to get some information off of that guy is, is, is watch Zach Baggins and all his glory Yeah. open a divot box. Yeah, he did on live so, TV on his uh, show for, I think it was Halloween special or something. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 Cool story. Cool that one's, story. Yeah, that one's, that movie's really good too, The Possession. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it was I, good. It I was good. I actually like that movie quite a bit. It was. But. I love that part and when all the, you know, Black, I guess it's like yeah. ectoplasm or whatever is yeah. spewing out of this girl. Ah. Yeah, cool movie, cool movie. Yeah. So, the last thing I want to talk about is Thomas Busby's stoop chair. So there was this man. He was just he drank a lot and he liked to get in fights with people or whatever. He got in a fight with a guy for sitting in his chair. Uh, ended up getting kicked out. He showed back up later on that night, and he ended up beating this guy to death just for sitting in his chair. What happens, man? So, don't sit in this dude's chair. Sit in my chair, man. I farted in that chair. Don't sit in it. It's got right kind of sweet. So, man. yeah, yeah. So, anyway, um, I've seen pictures of this thing. It's just a wooden kitchen table chair, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, it just... Doesn't look anything special, but apparently that was his chair, damn it, and don't you sit in it. Yeah. So, anyway, he ended up getting tried and convicted of murdering this guy, okay? So, they decided they were going to hang him uh, across the street from some some business. They were going to make an example out of him. They were going to hang him, and they were going to tar him. Out, uh, you know, outside mm-hmm. on the street so that everybody could see. And uh, they were going to put a cage around him after they hung him, okay? So on the way to his execution, he talked the guys into allowing him to have one last drink at his favorite pub, okay? So they obliged. Okay, we're sending the. We're going to kill this guy. We'll let him have one last drink. So they take him in this pub, and they let him have one last drink. So he ends up going in this pub and sitting in this chair. And while he was sitting in this chair, he cursed it, and he told everybody. He yelled out loud. May sudden death come to anyone who dare sit in my chair. So then they execute this guy. So years later, weird stuff started happening with this chair. They would notice that it would move sometimes. Uh, people that would sit in it sometimes would get deathly sick. Uh, there was a story about a guy that had a heart attack while he was sitting in that chair. This chair ended up going to a museum and was in this museum sitting on the floor and with you know don't sit in the chair it, it's a cursed object or whatever uh they had so many problems with people trying to sit in this chair that they finally had to take this chair and hang it from the ceiling to keep people from being able to sit in it because they were having so many problems with you know somebody would sit in the chair and then weeks later they'd end up getting a divorce or yeah. you know they would end up going to the hospital for some rare you know whatever you know just 
no explanation behind it other than this some bitch cursed this chair. Yeah. That must have been a damn good chair. Shoot yeah, son. She Hell. sat there and get drank all the time. So, but yeah. got to do sometimes, man. Sometimes you got. I don't like people sit sitting, in my chair. Why like people sitting in my chair? I yell at my wife all the time for sitting in my recliner. Get you, out of my recliner. You know, I bought a recliner a long ass time ago. And I never sat in a damn thing. Really? I Ever. sit in mine naked. Anyway. Anyway. Dude, it was it was nice talking to you, man. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been at least a couple weeks since we actually we, sat down. Uh, we just talked about all kinds of weird shit tonight. So I like it, man. You ain't always got to have freaking uh, set schedule to talk yeah. about something. Oh, yeah. yeah. Every now and again, we'll have these bullshit sessions. and Yeah, for sure. For sure. Sounds like a We did throw some work in there a little bit. Yeah. You know, most of it, you know, it was all in good fun. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed it. And let us know. Hit us up on Facebook. The Horror Chronicles podcast. Let us know what's going on. Yeah. Send us some emails. Horror Chronicles podcast at gmail.com. And I mean, you know, we, uh, we're going to be doing some more things. There's going to be some stuff happening here in the next year, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're just, we're just getting fired up. Just getting started, folks. So, uh, thanks for listening. And, um, as always, until next time, keep it creepy.